Hello and welcome to Perilous Pursuits, a live D&D podcast where a bunch of us nerdy-ass friends sit around a Zoom call and play D&D. Tonight we follow a fledgling group heading north into Icewind Dale. Warning, some content may not be suitable for all audiences. So are we ready to go play in the snow? Yeah. Okay. Um, does anybody want to recap us? I think Ray said he just finished it today. I didn't actually finish it, but I can do three quarters of it. <laughs> uh, I got peed on. Yeah, yeah, that would be what Zoko would talk about. I listened to it last week and then went camping, so I can't remember. Yep. I just came back from camping, so. Oh, man, you guys are lucky. I peed on a lot of people. <laughs> Mike was giving away free golden showers. There's a, one way to put it. Really big house cat. I gotta open up my uh, doc file. Remember the names of the people. Oh gosh. I wrote them all down so you can't fuck it up. It's got to be the same names every time. Uh, <laughs> um. So you guys. Uh, Ponto, uh, Maximus, and Quincy were all in a caravan heading north. Um, Quincy was trying to convince you guys that you were heading to Chalt through some nefarious roundabout circular way of going south. Um, you came upon Zoko and Smoke on the way there. You stopped in Raven Rock and talked to Hilm, the dwarf, uh, an old adventurer as she was, battle-hardened with her battle axe and shield still, and talked to you about a nefarious individual called Sephic Caltro, where she wanted you you guys to go look and find her. She gave you some information that he, she, at this person was with a traveling merchant called Torgs. Um, the leader of that caravan was called Torg, Torg Icevein, if I remember right. Torga yeah, Icevein. Torga, Torga Icevein. Icevein. Yeah. Um, you know that. Uh, I will give you a bit more information about Sefik. Um, Hiln would have given you some of these guys because you guys are not from this area. So, um, Hiln explains to you guys that certain settlements like Bryn Shander, East Haven, and Targos are making human sacrifices to Aurel, um, holding lotteries to determine who gets sacrificed at the new moon. Um, if Hiln's theory is correct, Sephic Caltro is killing the ten towners who cheat their way out of becoming sacrifices uh, to the Frost Maiden, and uh, Iln is just getting up in her age uh, to apprehend Sephic, but was hoping that you young adventurers, other than Quincy, uh, would take on the job to find and dispatch Sephic without letting the ten towns speakers and militia know about it so to speak 
Um, she gave you a bit of information um, saying that it would probably be wise to dispose of Sephic quietly um, because uh, she doesn't know if Sephic has Torga's uh, support, so to speak, if Torga is with Sephic for that matter. So, and you know that um, Sephic is part of Torg's. Torga's um, group, uh, one of the people that are protecting Torga. And you know that Torga also has a few other things. Um, You know that this caravan travels from town to town, setting up shop. And yeah, you guys packed up the caravan and started heading north again. And you guys still had like a few more days to get to uh, Ace Windale proper. And that's where we'll kind of start up. We don't know where that merchant caravan is at the moment, right? You do not. Um, but Hilm told you if you ask around in the towns, you should be able to figure it out. Right. So. Okay. Uh, if you guys would like to. I'm going to move some windows over so. Second, minimum splitting some of my windows between two monitors. Um, if you guys would like to, we can start off with you guys traveling north again out of Raven's Rock. Um, you know that you guys will be wanting to take watches. The environment here is getting colder and colder every day. It's dropping like 10 degrees, 10 degrees, 10 degrees. It's just like the reason Hill never described the person to you was because you guys now know like when you get into this, this environment, all you see of people is kind of like this. Everything else is covered in furs. It's like you don't walk out side when it's negative 50 in just a t-shirt and shorts you are covered in furs from head to toe and you have like just goggles sometimes so you can't even see who the person is so it made it very obvious to you that if the it's the guy at Torg's uh, caravan uh, with no furs on that that's probably Sephic um so we will join you guys as you get gathered into the caravan, starting heading north again. Um, two of you want to roll a d20 for me? Perfect. Five. Okay. Uh, Spencer, roll another. That is a 19. Wonderful. One second. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just going to bed. Um, so, with that, um, as you guys are heading north from Raven Rock uh, down, the weather is becoming 
more and more inclement. Um, the clouds are rolling in, uh, the temperature's dropping, and the wind is starting to pick up. And uh, Aaron says, um, I'm really sorry about this. We don't normally hit this weather uh, kind of so close to Raven Rock, but seems like a blizzard's rolling in right now. Um, we, we, we can press on and kind of, we won't be nearly as quick, but we can make a bit of ground. Um, or we could probably just stop and, and maybe just, you know, make camp for the day. Um, it's not really wise to travel in the blizzard, as I'm assuming you'll all figure out soon enough. Um, what would you guys like to do? I trust what you have to say. Do we know what time it is right now? Um, well, you guys rolled into Raven Rock kind of midday, and you spent about an hour there, and then you rolled out again. So you're kind of, for the sake of it, maybe one, maybe two. Um, I will say that you notice the closer you get to Icewind Dale, the less light is coming through the clouds in the sky. It just kind of just stays dimmer and darker. There is sunshine, but it is not potent. It is not helping any plant life, anything of the sort. Uh, I'd like to say to the group, uh, in the caravan here, I'd just like to say, listen, listen, guys, huddle up here, huddle up. Um, I know it's getting colder, and uh, uh, you know we all knew this was coming, and we just gotta like hunker down and and kind of gather our wits together and kind of just tough it out till we get to the next city, and we'll have a chance to warm up there. And I'd like to. Uh, use my inspiring leader to give everyone four temporary hit points. Sounds great. Everybody gets four temporary hit points. Zoko is dripping or dripping on every word you say. He's like, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, let's do it. And Smoke's uh, fangs are chattering as you're talking. <laughs> uh, I think Zoko probably put a jacket uh, on maybe. Well, do we get like lunch service on the flight? The flight. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, are you still there? I notice your camera has frozen. Uh, he's uh, done his job. He's, he's, us a, he's just a, sitting very yeah, still. We don't need it anymore. We, he already gave us our four hit points. Yeah, okay. Thing, you know, we're good. We paused him. <laughs> oh, he's dropped out. I don't know what the hell with Jason's serve like. Uh. Well, I, I think we should just do what uh, Aaron thinks is best, and Metha what they think, because they know better than we do. Yeah, I mean, it, we can go for a little bit, but we won't. We won't make much time today. Um, we'll go for about another hour, and then uh, we'll have to hunker, and it's. Everything is all the snow around you guys is whipping and whirling. It's pretty much like sideways. It's gotten quite dark quite quickly. And uh, smoke, it is unnervingly getting colder inside the heated caravan for you. Yeah, teeth chattering. Um, He's just trying to huddle in his clothes. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
you guys go on for maybe about an hour, hour and a half. Um, I like like to ask Zoko. Zoko, have you been to Icewind Dale before? No, I don't like all the people. But you've been north that far, or...? Oh, way farther north, but not near any communities. I live in the mountains. Uh, even colder up there. Bob, it doesn't have magic cold, though. Are we in magic cold? But that's what they told us. They said there was oral. Bunch of oral. I I couldn't hear over my chattering teeth. (laughs) Right, Art? Isn't that what you said? I said, oh, real? Yeah. Uh, the Frost yeah, there Maiden. Was, there was oil uh, everywhere and it cursed everything. Sure, yep. You're. <laughs> um, so, Metha and Aaron pull over the wagon, uh, ask you guys, um, we, we won't, we will take a watch tonight, but no one is to go outside the caravan. Um, if. If anyone does, they are to tie a rope to themselves and to the caravan so that they cannot get lost, which is something that does happen when people go into blizzards. Um, uh, Aaron will always take the first watch, but doesn't require anybody's help. Um, Who would like to go for second watch? I vote uh, Maximus for last watch. I'm just going to keep my eyes, not no contact, no eye contact, <laughs> not not look, not raise my hand. I will take the second watch. Okay. And third watch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quince, you volunteered for third? No, <laughs> not that guy. We don't like that guy. <laughs> he farted and everyone thought, oh, that was a, his volunteer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that'll be enough to round out the night. Uh, if you guys would like to talk amongst yourselves for this evening, that would be good. Aaron, uh, will take the first watch outside of the, um, caravan, but just at the front and like, obviously tied himself off just in case like something happened. Nobody wants to talk to amongst yourselves. This place, this, one is, this place is a frozen hell. Is anybody gonna let the cat out? No, nobody's going what? to let the cat out. What cat? Put the cat outside. It's, it might need to uh, go use uh, the neighbor's garden. I'll use. I use the bucket. What the? Um... What about horses? Are there horses that draw this wagon? Nope. This this magical. this wagon is fully magical. Okay. Yeah, there would be no livestock pulling this thing in the middle of a blizzard. Like, nope. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Uh, an undead horse or something. That would probably work, but that's about it. <laughs> that's right. So right. as the shift change from Aaron, uh, Aaron uh, walks back in and uh, motions to Zoko. He says, uh, it's, it's your turn, Zoko. Quick, close um, the door, close the door, close the door, close the door. We didn't go outside. Aaron did. He walked back in quickly. Oh. Um, he yeah, stood we at the 
he stood at the front of the caravan um, where he's been driving it, so to speak. Or I, I'll do the same it. thing. I'll tie okay. the rope to myself. Yep. Is there like a wood stove in the middle of this thing or what? Uh, the caravan has a covering over the top and it's been somehow magically enchanted to radiate heat. Oh, I see. Um, Zoko, you can make a perception check for your watch. Quincy's going to go use the bucket again. Perfect. You want to roll a dexterity check for aim? I'm moving moving far away. I'm not in the wagon when he's doing this. (laughs) I I cling to the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) I had a 12. Perfect. Perfectly in the bucket. What was your... Blink, 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 blink. Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> 17 was Perfect. Um, being from this weather, you are definitely used to blizzards living kind of in parts of Spine of the World, the mountain range. Um, you know that um, it is probably the wisest idea to stop what you're doing when we're in a blizzard rather than trying to like push through um, knowing that uh, survival checks get harder as you go through blizzards and the land here is somewhat unnervingly aggressive as the winters have progressed to now two full years of winter the animals and the people just have gotten a little bit more aggressive and feral, so to speak. You can imagine how isolated the people up here, the Dale, the Dale folk of the 10 towns must feel as all they see is nothing but snow, not enough light to really get enough vitamin D and not enough light to like grow plants plants are slowly dying the trees are slowly like not growing everything is slowly breaking down in this this connective community from the the cold and the lack of sunshine and somehow this you know like this needs to stop for the circle of like life itself from your people um, of the druids and knowing about the circles of life, so to speak. And, and the cold doesn't bother you, but it's it's unnervingly cold always. It's always do you find it colder than what you really think it was. Your watch goes by uneventful and you walk back into the caravan to wake the next person up. Was Quincy. Quincy, it's your turn for a watch. Don't leave the caravan. Okay. So Quincy gets out his scuba scuba goggles and puts them on. (laughs) Effective use. Do you put your furs on as well? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Put my furs on. Uh, And he'll take off his sandals and put some boots on. I assume I was given some boots. You were. You have a full set of cold weather gear at the bottom of your pack, nicely folded and packaged up for you. 
It's the real ugly ones. Yeah. Yeah, it was the white fur that kind of like is black and white. Like right? it got a yeah, almost bovine. Uh, <laughs> Jersey cow. <laughs> indeed. Um, you walk. Where are you taking your watch? Uh, are you going out front as well, or are you staying just like up inside the caravan itself? I go up front and sit on. I guess there's like a front seat on the. On there the is carriage. a seat. So I'm going to go like this. I'm going to brush like this, and the the snow is just going to kind of move away as I sit down. Using okay. do you shape water cantrip? Perfect. That's a great use of that cantrip. And then I'm going to put my umbrella up in the air, or my cane up in the air, and I'm going to go like this, like I'm extending an umbrella, and then the snow's going to kind of <laughs> not land on me because uh, shape water. <laughs> Perfect. I. That's a great use of a great cantrip <laughs> of just like poof, this like little cocoon of like no snow is just like billowing around you. And... Uh, <laughs> Make a perception check. Oh. Uh, nine. That's that's not great, but <laughs> you see uh, moving shapes in the snow as it's blowing in the horizon. Um, it's obviously getting darker um, with no. I don't think you have dark vision as a human. Nope. Nope. Didn't know if you got anything from your sorcerer class, but that's no, fine. Uh, Quincy's almost blind, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what he got. We will not make that inhibit you for um, targeting unless it's like you're really trying to stretch something. Um, can you make an arcana check for me? Uh, 16. That's probably good enough. Um, being in a wizard's laboratory, you are around all different kinds of magic. Um, just being in this environment and being not even quite in Icewind Dale, you know, like, this, this doesn't seem normal. Um, definitely seems like there is some greater force that is being oppressed on the environment that is plunging it into this really cold hellish landscape um, your watch does go by uneventfully um, but you know like something magical is being pushed upon this region Almost like this frost maiden is uh, trying to take over this region and claim it for her own. So your watch goes by uneventfully. You get up at the end of your watch and go wake Metha and Aaron up. Um, saying it is morning as what you assume is morning because you know your watch has passed, but no real cycle of day and night has happened yet um, you just know that it got a little bit brighter than really dark 
but there's no like, hey, you can see the sun go up. There's none of that anymore. You can't see the sun. In fact, it's just overcast and dark all the time, or dark-ish, I should say. Uh, Metha and Aaron, uh, thank thank you for uh, helping us. Uh, uh, did you guys see anything during your watch? Um, Zoko, Quincy? No. It was all clear. It was okay. slightly cold. That's, that's good. Um, we're not really used to this weather so close to Raven Rock. Uh, Metha will get some food ready for you guys and, and feed you and um, with after you guys eat you will gather together and uh, Aaron will say are, are we all ready to go we've all used the bathroom we've all got our morning stretches out Quincy you're good I'm assuming because you were last at watch oh yeah I'm fine I'll, I'll squat over the uh, the bucket my morning pee. Oh, <laughs> oh god! I'm trying to picture that, and I'm just like, I don't want to. Yeah, and I'll claw at the floorboards to try and cover it up, but there's nothing to cover it up with. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you need a litter box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might make one of those just for you. That was my little comment about using the neighbor's garden. Oh, yeah. Um, so as you guys wake up, you can see the, the landscape has changed. The road has definitely still there, but the snow has gotten higher from all of the blowing snow over the evening. You can see crystalline branches and you can see the ice kind of like shattering off to the side of the direction of the wind coming in off of the glacier from the north. Um... You can see bits of trees dotting the horizon, sort of. Um, as you look down kind of slowly before you, you'll see just nothing but like a rolling snowy hill landscape with just speckles of trees, no major forest to be seen. Um, Methan and Aaron say, yeah, we'll, we'll be there in about a day or two, barring no more um, implicating weather effects. Um, what are your guys' passive perceptions? Smoke is Sorry? 11. 16. 16, 11. 11. 13. 13. Perfect. Okay. Um, as you guys are traveling down, you can see, you see lots of kind of like speckled trees as you're going and you can kind of and you got the motion of just the cart wheels ro- rocking you back and forth. Um, Zoko and Smoke, I think you guys were... I know Smoke said he was going to run around with the vehicle to stay warm, but I don't know if he's changed his mind. Uh, and Zoko, I don't know what colder. you would like to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has, in fact. So he's yeah, probably going to stay I'm, inside. If I'm still not affected by the cold, I don't know if I would be or not at this point. No, you would not be affected by the cold at this point. Okay, well then I'll stay out of the wagon. Okay, I'll that's perfect. Circle around it as long as I don't slow them down. No, you'd kind of like hang off the back as you normally do. 
Okay. And Perfect. just kind of like one step out of the, like, it closes and there's kind of like a little bit of a jut, jut edge that you can kind of like jump off without, like, so you can close the curtains quickly as mm-hmm. to not let the heat out. Um, as you're going along, can you make a perception for perception check for me, Zoko? 16. That will probably be enough. Um, on the next set of trees as you're coming, you kind of see a jagged spike of ice that glints in the light. Tiny, multi-faceted mountain filled with cracks. As you watch, it opens its frozen face, frozen water sloughing off the frost to unpeel it from unpeel it from around you. What you realize is a humanoid creature unfurling its wings, a whole being composed of ice. It's hollow eyes peer out over its icicle nose. Its cruel features made it even more so by the ice and frost that can compose them. You can roll for initiative. Even if we stay Um, inside the caravan? (laughs) You can all roll initiative because we will determine what happens in what order. Do you want to use the tracker on? Sure, uh, you can roll it into the tracker for me. All right. Smoke got an 11. Hold up, hold up. I don't have any macros set up yet. How do I do that? Eh. Oh, here we go. I just have to add all the names custom here real quick. Okay, okay. Uh, uh. Okay, Vince, you got an 18. I'm just adding all the names first. Maximus and Pontro. And you can put A and B in there as well. A, C, 1. Or that. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Yeti got... What did I get? I got a 14. Smoke got 11. Quincy got... 18. 18. Maximus? 22. 22, wow. Ponto? 18. 18. These these are all good numbers. That's good. Do you want to put the creatures in yet? Uh, Not quite. Well, sure we can. Uh, We can put uh, 15 and 3. So as you guys are traveling, um, Metha and Aaron uh, slow the caravan down as Zoka is kind of questioning what that is on the tree as it kind of cracks and forms off of the tree. And what you thought was an icicle is some frosty creature of unknown origins. Um, At the second that it cracks from the tree. You hear Metha and Aaron say, um, you guys, could you could you come outside and help us quickly? Uh, we don't normally run across these on the road, but and gets you, she gets cut off as she jumps off of the caravan and runs to the back and Aaron pulls up a giant shield 
to help defend himself. What is that thing? Uh, we will start with Maximus as to what he would like to do after hearing that news. Um, so at this point, I'm still in the wagon. Correct. And all I know is that I've been asked to come outside. Correct. But not specifically asked, just generally, you guys. Hey, you guys. You can hear some (laughs) importance in their voice, like something might be going. There's some urgency. Yes, there is some urgency. Technical question. Yes. Considering we long rested after the whole like leadership thing, yes. and we lost the temporary points. I will allow you to keep them for this time. Right. <laughs> nice. That's just it's it was four a really temporary good, hit points. Yeah, it was a really good speech. It it really you know you still have that warmth in your heart. You are the bravest of us, Maximus. <laughs> okay, Maximus. No, defend us. Maximus is going to uh, um, charge out the front of the. Okay. Of the wagon here beside was this Aaron? Mm, yep, sure. We can make that one Aaron and the other one Metha. Sure. So I'll come charge out here and have a look, see at what do I see? You Is he see, pointing? Um, you see something, you see only one shape breaking off of the tree. It looks like it, it could have been an icicle, but obviously is something more than that. You can hear chittering and chattering coming from it as it starts to like sputter and you see the wings kind of beat and it starts to like kind of like hover off of the ground a bit. Okay. It's uh, it's something that looks like uh, it's threatening or just like wildlife. You know that nothing in this landscape is probably friendly. Okay. Probably. Okay. That's how much you would know. All right, I'm gonna say, uh, uh, guys, it's out in over there. I'm gonna point in the direction that I can see him. Uh, there's a ice creature uh, in that direction. I don't know. I, we don't have a. Was oh, this a token here? I don't know. I gotta see. Sure. Yeah, that could be the, that. We will make the token. Is that about the distance I see it at? That will be probably about right. Okay. How big so, is it? Uh, it's not very big. A like humanoid size? It is definitely humanoid sized. Um, it is a small creature. So. That's what you know. So I can take it. You feel like you're on equal terms on this one, Ponto. Yes. Okay, I'm just going to shout out to everyone, kind of point in the direction I see it, and I'll be here. I can move my guy, right? Yep. You should be able to. Okay, I'll be right there beside Aaron. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I don't think I would do... not really... I'll hold, um, my action will be to take the dodge action. Okay. Sounds great. Um, Wincy, with your unnatural speed for your age, you are up next. 
as my cane clumps against the cart and I kind of crawl out. I heard you say something about ice cream. Yep, you can see this one creature right here. Uh, up here. Just that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Quincy puts his finger up to his head. Oh, the headache's coming again! And mine slivers this one over here. Perfect. So he needs to make an intelligent saving throw. Yep. <clears throat> That's an 11. Okay. And Quincy uh, save DC is 14. Perfect. So roll a D6. Six. Yeah, that's right. I got a six. Perfect. That's great. Okay. And then he's negative D4 to his next save. Yeah. That's Quincy's turn. Perfect. Uh, Ponto, you are up next. Um, Ponto will gather up all of the junk that he was sort of tinkering around with as we were traveling. Starts putting in various pouches and bags, and he will hop out the back 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet and go out on the outside of the wagon. You and currently can't see anything from that spot. That is that is perfect. Um, okay. I, I will hold a ranged sling attack if I do catch wind of anything within 30 feet of myself. Sure. Good stuff. Um, which one is de- designated one and two, right? Uh, whatever you prefer. Okay. Uh, two will be the one that Quincy shot at. So he will be this one. Oh, that one? Okay. Yeah. So the other one doesn't exist yet. I just um, gave you a second icon. Okay. It's there. You just okay. haven't seen it yet. So. Um, the first creature will, uh, in Quincy's, uh, uh, psychic powers or aberrant mind powers, um, shriek out in disgust as it takes that psychic damage and it will fly forward at Quincy and make a claw attack at him. That won't hit you. That's a four. So you see this creature fly forward that seems like it's made out of ice and like clear somewhat through and take a swipe straight at Quincy. Not Maximus. Perfect. That's great. Um, Yeti is up. I can move to here. And then I still can't probably see anything from there, I don't think. Uh, it'd be pretty slim pickings for you to see anything at that point. I will bonus action cast Shillelagh 
on my quarterstaff. And then for my action, I will dash. Okay. To, to here. Okay. And that's my turn. And that's your turn. Uh, smoke, last but not least. All right. Well, smoke will pop out of the uh, caravan looking for a fight. You'll hear the yelling up front. It'll go right here. Perfect. That's that's great. Um, how, how do you handle flanking or do you? Yep. Flanking is totally okay. If you want to take, if, well, you action dash to get there. Uh, would I? How many? I don't know. Which way did you go out? Oh, do I get half speed or what? Nope. No, it's not. I've got a 35, 35 foot speed, so I went 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, but is there any entrances in there's the back? There's an exit at the back and at the front. Oh, there's one front. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought it was yeah. out the side. No. Okay, well, there's I would, no side entrance. Can I go out here, the front? Uh, I will say you can kind of like push by Quincy and hop out. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to jump off there, to like yep. there, and then yep. move there. Yeah, make a sure. Let's make a dex check to see how you land in the unamount of snow at the bottom hey, of hey, something. Good pushing. Dex check, so uh, acrobatics or acrobatics. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. That's a ten. That'll be enough to get over Quincy because he's not moving. Sp- Crazy fast. I don't tackle him and we both go in the snow. Yep. All right. Well, um, I pull up my great axe and I take a swing yep. at this thing. Do I get any bonuses being flanked? Yeah, you get advantage. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we will run flanking as normal. So you will get advantage when flanked. Um, it will work for everyone else as well. Uh, so Except I got for the enemies, right? 14 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Oh, at a one plus one and for two slashing. Ooh. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, and that's my turn. Is that everything you're doing? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. I don't know. Can you rage at level one? I can, uh, but I, don't, can. I didn't want to. Limited okay. limited amount. Yeah, I've got yep. two rages yep. per day. That's fair enough. Um, <coughs> from a tree uh, just beyond the other one, you see another one of these creatures shrieking and cry as it breaks off of the tree and forms out of nothing. It will swing forward and find. Uh, how do you make a cone, Ray? A cone? Yeah. So I need a 15-foot cone. Uh, like a permanent thing? No, just for an ability. Just for one cold of cone of cold. <laughs> we'll say that... Uh, wow. 15 feet. Yep. If you... You can move it. Look at that. Turn. Yep, there, there we go. go. And we can, oh, smoke, you, you'll be just out of it. If you hold down shift, you can, like, align it 
outside. Okay. No, so okay. it will catch uh, Yeti, Quincy, and Smoke in the 15-foot cone if it angles it properly. Um, you can all make a dexterity saving throw. Yikes. Smoke got a 14. Nine. So Aaron's outside of that? Aaron is outside of that, and also his shield is blocking him from it. Nice shield. What did Quincy get? I can't hear you, Mike. You're muted. A 20. Wow. What a polarizing swing of rolls for you. <laughs> um, I'm pretty hot tonight. That's good. Uh, everybody who beat at 10 uh, takes two points of cold damage. Uh, Zoko, I think, or Yeti, you did not beat the save. You take five points of cold damage, but you were resistant, so you also take two. Yeah. So. Oh, that's only half my temporary points. Yes. <laughs> um, they are so weak. We got this. Uh, Maximus, it is top of the round to you. Uh, I see that this thing is uh, starting to threaten my friends here, and uh, I'm going to call out to I think the first one the first one that uh, started attacking. Mm -hmm. You got him. I'm paying him right here. You know where he is. Okay. I'm going to call out. Yeah, I'm going to call out and say, uh, well, chill out, man. You uh, you need to just settle down and cast Vistage Mockery. Perfect. He will make his... What kind of saving throw is that? Wisdom 13. Uh, he will roll a d4 to see if he fails. He does fail. Feel free. Roll damage. Uh, well, why the D4? Well, because he had uh, Mind Sliver on him. Was that for the saving throw or for an attack right. roll? Saving throw. Okay. Right. Then Double damage. He'll take a little bit of damage. Two damage. And he has it, disadvantage on the next kind of, attack that's, roll. That's psychic, psychic damage. damage as well. Okay. So disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes. Sounds good. Um, Quincy, you're up next. Uh, you were up face yeah. to face with this tiny little winged creature of ice. Did you subtract the D4 from that saving throw that I did? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, that's why I hit. He yeah. hit. Okay. Um, Quincy's gonna go. Oh, oh, oh my head again! It just just doesn't stop. And uh, mind slipper, this guy. Which one? The first one or the second one? The first one again. Okay. Uh, he will save with that. Yeah. Okay. And we will be on to Ponto. Ponto will move five, ten, fifteen. 20 feet to there. Okay. You will be able to see one barely around smoke and the other one clear out in the open. 
Um, I will use my cantrip lightning lure on that guy. Okay. And he needs to make a strength saving throw. Uh, of a what to beat? Uh, my spell save is 13. He fails. So he gets pulled 10 feet towards me. And then he takes 1d8 of lightning damage. Five points of lightning damage. Wowzers. Good stuff. Um, you see the lightning lure lash out and rope around him and pull him. And as it finishes pulling, you see the electric charge hit him. And you, the creature shrieks as it's partly made of water. Um, that was as as effective as you think it should be. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So we will go to IC2, which is in front of... Uh, Quincy and Yeti, um, you will see it reach out and uh, it will move from Yeti or move away from Quincy who seems to be figuring out this psychic blast is coming from and move to there so you can make an opportunity attack. I'd get one too. You're muted. No, he did not uh, break from. Oh, he did break from yours as well, Smokes. Smoke and Quincy, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Quincy's going to swing at it with his cane. Yeah. Oh. oh, get back here, you little bastard. I rolled a two, so I didn't hit him. Uh, smoke nope. got a 16. Yeah, that hits. Oh, she did damage again for four damage. Perfect. What kind of damage is that? Uh, it's slashing. Slashing. It's a great axe. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's perfect. It will rotate to there, and you will see this creature for some reason kind of do this shimmer and shake, and it will breathe out a cone of frost at Yeti, Quincy, and uh, Maximus this time. Oh, what? Another deck save? Yep, please. I can't hear you, Mike. You're muted again. I rolled a four. Okay. And Maximus? 21. Perfect. Uh, Quincy takes five points of cold damage. And uh, Yeti and Maximus take two points. So one. So one for you, yes. Oh! <laughs> I was like half your hit points, right? <laughs> oh, a third. So squishy. <laughs> Good. Um, yep, that's perfect. That's why I let them sit there. Um, <laughs> Yeti, it is your turn. I will turn around. Actually, I want to back up. Ooh, what the heck did I just do? Can I move my dudes? Ooh, my mouse is all screwy. There. Okay, I move. I move over there, and then actually I move okay. there. Sure, it's perfect. And then I will shillelagh attack this guy. Great roll to attack. Shillelagh. Oh, 
Eight. Eight, 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 eight does hit. not hit. All right. I you like swing that. wide. D&D &D Beyond, it says, Zoko Poco Doko Roko Goku. <laughs> Roll day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. You'll remember my name then. So I miss wildly, and that's my round. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Smoke, you are up. All right. Well, I've had limited success with that dude, so I'm going to try and help out. Oh, I can't select my... Oh, I'm drawing, that's why. I'm going to help out Ponto. And take a swing at that dude. Sure. Yep, roll with advantage because you're flanking oh, with thank Ponto. because I rolled in that one there. Uh, that is a 13. Uh, 13 hits. Shit. Oh, finally. 11 points yeah. of damage. Wow. As you carve into this thing, you clip one of its wings, almost shearing it completely off. Ah. Scathing some of the eyes straight right off. It was 11 points of damage? Yeah. Perfect. It is sputtering and still kind of managing to keep itself somehow in the air, unbeknownst to you. Perfect. That's good to know. Um, it didn't like that one bit. It will... Uh, you will see it chatter and cough and this weird smoke starts emanating from it and it, the air around you and Ponto and smoke that little we'll call it square cube is now becoming obscured with some sort of magic that is coming off of it. So the yeah it's like all five squares the five foot squares around that one is now becoming obscured. So like a three by three? Nope exactly like that the way Ray drew it. That was me. Or, yeah, yeah, that little cube right there is now obscured and is difficult to see. That's its turn. So we will roll over to Maximus next. Okay. Uh, Maximus is going to. He's going to jump down here and get in flanking with this one. And Perfect, yep. I'll pull out a short sword and do a little stabby stab. That's great. That is 23. That will definitely hit. That's a six damage. Uh, so short sword, that will be slashing damage. Uh, you, as well as... It's, you've seen it's piercing. Piercing it's damage. piercing damage, even better. Yeah. So you kind of like chip through one of its wings, poking a hole, and it's kind of sputtering and flying, still somehow managing to keep it upright. And we will move on to Quincy next. Actually, I'd like to do a bonus action. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so as I'm poking at it from this side... Uh, I'm going to shout across to Yeti, and I'm going to say, Yeti, I, I got him on this side. You get him on that side. I like to give him a little bardic inspiration. 
Yes. Good job, Maximus. So, How big, uh, what kind of die is your bardic? It's a D6, I believe. Okay. So make a note of that, uh, Yeti. Okay, go ahead, Quincy. So Quincy's going to reach out with his hand. You get back over here, like, and he's gonna go like this with his hand, this little wrinkled old hand, and uh, this ghostly hand comes out of his hand, uh, and he casts Chill Touch on the creature, which is an attack uh, roll. Yeah, what kind of damage is Chill Touch? Necrotic. Perfect. Uh, the dumbest name spell. It's not a yes. death spell, and it's not cold yeah. damage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nine, Nineteen to hit. Yep, that hits. And uh, four points of necrotic damage. And uh, it cannot heal until... For a round? Until the start of my next turn. Okay, sounds good. Um, it is sputtering and just... You can see it's it's drooping and it's it's barely... Barely on its on its wings, still just fl- hovering inches above the ground, sputtering. Uh, Ponto, it is your turn. Ponto and his vast battle experience, um, not really being able to see, is going to run away. Heroically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will roll with disadvantage. Nope. Two twos will not do it. To right. The claw will swing wild in the air, and you feel it kind of hover just over your head as the cold sensation of, like, ice passing over you just misses. Oof. And I will uh, cast... Lightning lure again, so that uh, strength save. You have to see that guy. Um, I do have to see him. Okay, because he is somewhat obscured in that weird cloud of fog of some my, sort. My my vast knowledge of battle. I will do <laughs> it, and it will it will sputter and probably go wide. Hit me. How far does your lightning lure go? 10 feet out? 15 feet, and it drags the target 10. Sure. Roll. What do you want? Odds or evens? Uh, Even. Odds it is, you grab smoke. I, and you I'm pull further him. than 15 feet away. I, I am aware you are. We'll move five feet closer. I am mighty. You see this lure come out, and you have fished yourself a great fish. Catfish. Yeah. Catfish. Huge catfish. Just five feet. Because you didn't really pull him the full distance. Um, So going on to the next person... The second icy creature um, will take a swing at. Oh, I should do that first. Nope. 
Um, he will take a swing at uh, Maximus because he just hit him. Exactly. Um, I'm pretty sure this won't hit you because I rolled a three plus three for six. So that won't hit you. Um, and we will go on to Yeti. <laughs> Not this time, foe. <laughs> Yeti will shillelagh again. But with advantage this time. Yep. Uh, uh, 17 to hit. That hits. And 9 damage. Okay, with the 9 damage of the shillelagh, you bludgeon it with your quarterstaff, shattering it into pieces. Uh, you and Maximus can now make a deck save. I might be using that inspiration. Oh, now I'm... Oh, no. <laughs> uh, inspiration from a bard is only a d6. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> I can't pass it still. I got 23. Okay, so you take... Uh, won't matter for you yet anyways you will both take two points of slashing damage oh, into the real hit points now yep as this creature shatters and explodes from the ice that it was formed into it will now no longer be on the field Yikes. and then I will run can I see it all into this smoke? Or the no, it's fully obscured. Um, I'm going to yeah. run here. And then face toward the mist, menacingly. Sure. Then that's my turn. Smoke, where are you, man? You're safe in there. Ah. <sighs> So, Smoke, it is your turn. You are next. All right. Well, here's uh, I'm obscured in this fog. Uh, I hear flapping in front of me. So I'll yep. close my eyes, grab my axe, and I'll say, Ancestors, guide my axe to destroy this demon. And I will swing down and, and hit it. Nice. At disadvantage? Yeah. Because you can't see it. Yeah. But it feels like advantage. It does feel like advantage. Well, that's probably not going to hit. Not. Uh, it's flavor advantage. It's going to be an eight. That doesn't. You just swing Y as you hear. You just miss it. Um, you hear it bat away your your axe and as I, it like thumps into the snow. I curse this wicked land. Uh, I'm actually going to back up out of this um, fog. Okay. Um, does uh, 12 hit you? Uh, nope. Okay. <coughs> um, that's your turn, Smoke? Yes, that's my turn. Okay. Um, so we'll move on to the second one. Uh, oh, boy. Um, it will fly out Spencer do you want to roll a d8 for me one perfect 
it flies straight out at you. I don't want to. <laughs> you can take away the square now, Ray. Actually, okay. you can leave it there. I just don't know how to separate it. It moves there. The fog cloud or the cloud does not. Oh, the cloud, the cloud doesn't move. Okay. Cloud stays. Do I see it move out of the cloud? Uh, I don't know. From that, it's kind of like this weird sphere that okay. I'll develops that space. Sure, that's great. Um, it will take a swing at you, Ponto. Oh, that won't hit with a five. I'll dive down into the snow and dodge the attack. Yep, you will. Uh, Maximus, it is now your turn. Okay. Um, I'll call out and I'll say, hey, what's going on over there? You, there's another one? Is there still one up? I don't know if I can see him from my from this point here, I see Ponto. What he's what's he doing? Uh, you saw Ponto kind of like swing down, like he was moving around something. Okay, um, gracefully flailing around in the snow. <coughs> yeah. Um, I'd like to climb up here. Hmm. You definitely can see this other one that is shaped come out of that cloud. Okay, so I got a, a line of sight to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll drop the short sword here and uh, shoot it with my bow. Okay. Excellent! <laughs> <laughs> um, 17 is my to hit. Uh, roll with the, to hit with the bow. Okay, that hits. Okay. That is eight piercing Perfect. damage. Uh, with that, you strike true to the your mark, and you you kind of hit it just behind the neckline, kind of at the base. And it kind of slumps forward and then all of a sudden explodes in a shatters of ice. Ponto, you can make a deck save. Whoops. I'm going to re-roll that one with my <laughs> halfling luck. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a 16. Perfect. That is enough. You see it explode out into shards of ice and you take two points of slashing damage as two of them strikes true into your chest. And continue to flail around gracefully in the snow. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and that will take you guys out of combat. Not so bad for the first time. Uh, as you guys are all breathing heavy, um, you can see Aaron standing at the top going, huh. Oh, you guys, you guys aren't bad at all. Dispatch those foes pretty quickly. And you'll see the fog cloud as well uh, drift away with the breeze as well. Because, yeah. 
that's what that was. Those were ice methods. Anybody want to go look them up? Uh, um, the yeah, the guys dealt with them well. I'm kind of making sure you guys are going to be okay for your first round. <laughs> um, I'll, pick, I'll pick up my short sword, clean it off. Your short sword doesn't really need to be cleaned off because what you found when you struck it, it was just like hitting ice. So you're more like checking the edge to make sure it wasn't like rippled or wrinkled. Smoke will give a like, nod to Maximus and go, it was a nice kill. Was there some cubes left over? Put it in my Absolutely. shot glass. Absolutely. You, you can see some shards of weird <laughs> ice. I don't know if they would be good for you to eat or not. Be like exactly that made out of ice. That stale ice you get at the bottom of that freezer that just tastes weird. That's been in there for a couple of years. <laughs> I'll put them in in my lips like this, and they'll poke out. Yeah, and I'll then turn around and be like, "Hey." <laughs> exactly. You can have the ones sticking out of my face, Maximus, if you want them. <laughs> Um, so Jason, I got the excellent uh, ready to go whenever you do Bardic Inspiration. It's on the button. You're just ready to click it. I'm just ready to go. Perfect. Um, Aaron and Metha will come forward thanking you all for um, for dispatching these two and, and Aaron will say, you guys I really hope you find and help uh, Iln. She's 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 good stuff from this ten towns. She's she's one of them. You can find this Sephic for her. Um, would be good that you find them. Um, I think we will. The frost the frost maiden can't be let to run through these parts much longer. As you can see, the creatures here are just getting a little more terrifying and. Don't seem to be quite so natural. And um, Quincy, you you know that these these creatures are definitely strange and weird and somewhat magical in some nature. Um, you should take one for your familiar, Quincy. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. It's. This so. just in. <laughs> no, I did not text Ray. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Frost Maiden is texting the DM. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know that these are odd creatures for this landscape. They seem more elemental in nature. So, uh, like one for a pet. They seem fun. Quincy's familiar will end up being an imp that can transform into a yappy little dog. Oh, good. A Yorkie. <laughs> it chases me around. In battle, okay. it runs around in a small circle and pees. Nips at my heels. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, that's just, just sounds great. Just gets scared um, in peace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how is it going to survive the conditions? This dog is just going to be like, Burr. It's D and D physics. It's magical. Like, this little ice 
chihuahua like be, statues i'll be of, walking it and it's be dragging behind it'll me just be rolling <laughs> this thing stuck an ice cube on the end of a string <laughs> um so as you guys clean yourself up um you all kind of nod in respect to each one of you doing your own abilities um metha and aaron will thank you and uh just uh Thank you so much. Um, if we can get on our way, we can still make somewhat some use of this day. And you guys don't even want to go to Chult. Let's get out of this uh, cursed land. Chult is sounding pretty good now. Uh, Aaron and Metha would be like, yeah, it's it's on our top uh, five places to visit after we finish <laughs> our couple last runs here. Be nice to get out of the cold. Oh. Um, Smoke, can you make a constitution check? Yes. Oh. Uh, check? Yep. Uh, okay. Not a save, a check. Yep, just a check. Uh, that's a 15. Perfectly fine. You feel like you are starting to get used to this temperature around you. Knowing that it's still going to get colder, you mentally think you might be able to fortify yourself mentally for the onslaught of this cold. The last battle heated me up a bit. Got the juices flowing. Yeah, exactly. You become my brother now, Smoke. Good job. I would be honored. And and all you hear is a because he's still covered in furs. <laughs> With his big mane? He pulls it. If my, like, my head must be huge. It's just this afro <laughs> coming out of the top. <laughs> like everything's all pushed. My hood is this big. Boom. It's all like mane inside of a, of a hood. Exactly. So it's all, all the Two hair eyes, is pushed up. Hair. <laughs> yep, just all hair. And just the hat is on top, kind of like. Uh, the hair's going like around a little, bit of, a little bit of mist coming out when he's breathing all frozen <laughs> exactly. off around my face yeah um, so as you guys your guys are going again um, uh, nothing really eventful happens today um, would you guys like to talk in the caravan or shall we continue on so before we go too far I'm going to go up to smoke and I'm going to like both hands just like slap them on the side of the arm. I'm going to be like, that was awesome. I pulled that thing over and then you came up behind it and you swung your bat wax and just like really excitedly replay the like 12 seconds of just how he came and demolished it after I was like pulled it out of the way away from everybody else. And I kind of start off like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then I get into the yeah, 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 yeah. Get all like, excited. You just keep like hating them and be like, that was fantastic. And then I'll just Ow. sort of like make my way over towards the front. Uh, not even really finishing the conversation, just like randomly everywhere. And I'll uh, go to Aaron and I'll be like, so you said that you didn't really see these uh, this, this far out. Like, what else are we going to be dealing with? Like, are we going to run into more of those things? Or. I mean, there's always possibilities for them you normally from what i've told you you see them when you go farther north closer to the glaciers but we don't go there normally i i've i've seen a few of them when 
things were bad in a blizzard, usually after is when we kind of have to pay attention because they they seem to be drawn out. Oh, so it was probably because of the storm last night that they just sort of... Usually they kind of blow in from the glacier is what I've been told from the Dale folk. So hopefully everything else will be smooth today. Um, thank you. Um, are you all right? You, you did take a couple hits there. Well, we didn't take any. All, all, of, all of like walked away already been like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fantastic. Okay. And she'll be like, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> and like the curtain goes back and you feel the cart just moving side to side as you're going along the path. Did anybody get damaged? Quincy's inside peeing as soon as the action was over. Yeah, it's like you hopped up and walked around and just started peeing right away. Okay, good. I'll go back to smoke and try to get them all riled up and be like, yeah, you hate the guy you you swung that huge axe. Like, that thing's bigger than I am. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should find some more. (laughs) Just riling smoke up. Absolutely. Does Smoke have to make a con save or else go into a rage? No. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a poor thing to do inside a cart full of people. (laughs) Don't break the caravan. Rule number one. Um, So, I'd like to talk to... um, either Metha or Aaron and say, uh, where are we headed? Where's the next town that we're um, going to? We're headed into Targos. Um, just uh, there's a trail that breaks off here in a little bit. Um, should be there in a day or two, um, depending on weather, of course. Um, you can see it's it's a bit dependent on what happens outside, but uh, we should be okay as long as the weather holds. Are you guys willing to take us to wherever this merchant group Torg is? I mean, we've got deliveries along that one part of the uh, ten towns, so I mean, as long as it's it's within reason, we should be okay. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we're heading we're heading to Targos, and then we're heading straight north, uh, following the road. Okay. Uh, Maybe it would be worth uh, having someone travel in the bubble on top of the caravan as a lookout, maybe see, uh, you know, get a little more warning as to what's coming up ahead. Potentially, we might be able to do something like that. Can I stand up in the tent? Uh, If you stand up, your, like, head is, like... But I poke my head out through the top... You can't poke your head out through the top. Okay. But Ponto, uh, that might be good for you. Yeah, last time you were saying there is a bubble of heat there between is. the if top you, of the caravan. Yeah. Yeah. Can Ponto fit in that little space? If he lays down, because obviously that that bubble is getting smaller as it's getting colder. Oh yeah. Well Can he's I stand a little guy. On the back and look out over the top. Outside. Uh how tall are you? Or seven, eight, or something like that. 
I think I was close to nine foot, but I have to look that up. You can just look out the back and see where we've been. Oh yeah, no, you're right. I am seven foot eight. See if something's sneaking up behind us. I will see if this works proper, and I will drag you all over to the yeah actual map of Icewindale. There we go. Are we on the ten trail? You are, and you guys are headed to Targos. Or somewhere in this area. So as you can see, there is not a lot of wooded areas anywhere on this place. There mm-hmm. is a few wooded areas, and you figure that probably those towns exploit those woods primarily to just heat their buildings. Um, Aaron and Metha would have probably enlightened you guys by you know keeping the doors closed as much as you can being respectful to the Dale folk and uh, people from the ten towns because people who don't have wood access burn oil from whales and that is not cheap so uh, you guys are traveling along the road you kind of split off the main road there's now a fork heading kind of due north straight to Targos. Anything else you guys would like to do? The map is not to scale. I no, no, no. It was more about we're, we're going on a fork on the road, right? Yeah, it's, it feeds off. More like we're going just, off this direction like this. Yeah. You're, the road kind of slowly meanders between some of the hills and whatnot. Mm-hmm. As it heads to Targos, I'll ask Quincy. Uh, Quincy, what is uh, what was your plan in Jolt? I already told you that I was going to sit under an umbrella and uh, drink little drinks with umbrellas. Uh, maybe do some snorkeling. Uh, we'll go see the, some of the ruins. Uh, ride a dinosaur. Uh, All of those things are possible in Icewind Dale, just much colder. Oh. Riding a dinosaur. <laughs> More goals. Well, yeah, see, maybe you can still pull it out here in uh, <laughs> this terrible place. Um, I don't think I can wear my mankini then, though. <coughs> that At least you will shame. die an honorable death. Up here. Maybe you could get one of those magical mankinis that's heated. Oh, keep your giblets warm. <laughs> no shrinkage. Well, you know, anything's possible. All the magical stuff they have. You know, one size fits all. A heated mankini. <laughs> As he's taking a sip. I'm going into the D&D Beyond homebrew items right now. Heated <laughs> <laughs> you have to put in the line keeps your giblets warm <laughs> good for your toes and also your balls Quincy and Slave Leia <laughs> um, you guys will continue to head north uh, the temperature is definitely in the negative 40 degrees Celsius now you are truly in Icewind Dale proper. Um, 
you can see like Methan and Aaron like from sitting outside and you know driving the caravan as it goes north to Targos. Like you can see the frost kind of building up outside from them breathing. Um, we will probably call that day done about now, just outside of Targos. Um, you guys can camp in just off the side of the road. Um, do you guys, who would like, actually Zoko and Yeti, would you like to go hunting? Get some food for everyone. That's the same person. <laughs> yes, Smoke. that's right. Smoke yeah. and Yeti. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm like, wait, no, that is the same person. You're right. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so it's uh, sure. You will, Methan and Aaron will say, um, you know, we've kind of finished most of our rations. If we have about one more day to get to Targos, but um, if you could find something for us to eat, that would be great. I'm trying to fix up a bit of some stew and some meat just so that we can stay warm and kind of as it gets a little more difficult out here to no stay alive. We'll, we'll find something. Is my brother you guys are, you guys are definitely lead. stopping at like definitely earlier in the day. It's like maybe four o'clock and you guys are like already stopping for the day because the lighting is awful. It's there's less and less light the closer you guys get into this region is almost all overcast and dark all the time. You are starting to realize that this place, if you stayed here for years in this non cyclical season, it would be awful. You are kind of to starting to understand the plight of the Dale folk and you've only been here for a day not two years so Yeti I uh, I think I'm starting to get used to it now I, I feel like I instead of dying today I might die tomorrow of coldness you'll be fine you lead the way you show me alright so no more temporary hit points uh, if you still have them you still have them all right, well, I'll... It uh, will go away with this long rest. Yeah, I'll start sniffing around. Uh, I guess a survival check? Yep, with advantage, because uh, Yeti is there with you. Okay, that's one's pretty good. That's a 19. That's perfect. You find um, uh, some hares and uh, a fox that had been out hunting them and uh, you catch them in some sort of what kind of you have javelins don't you I do, uh, that seems yeah I have kill. a javelin yeah and... so you you catch the two hares um, just by stealthily sneaking up on them and you you pierce the fox with the javelin as you come back to the caravan with your with, prize and trophies with the hares I would think uh they dove into the snow and my whole face just went right into the snow after them and I come back it's just frosted whiskers and mane and everything with the hair you, you come back with uh, do you want to build a snowman theme song riding with you <laughs> that's right um, and then the fox in one hand and yeah I'll, I'll toss the fox over to Yeti 
and I'll carry the the rabbits. Okay. Yep. Rabbit season. Uh, so you guys make it back to the camp. Um, Metha is pleased and shocked that you found um, so much wildlife. Um, must be it's uh, she has a good feeling about tomorrow um, that the weather should be okay with you finding so much. Um, you guys eat dinner. If there was anything you'd like to talk about before you head into Targos about maybe finding uh, Torga Icevane and Torg's merchant sled. I don't do talking. That's Ponto's job, right? Yeah, that's more my thing. Oh, okay. Well, you do the talking. You find the things. Yeah, I, I can. Them. I'm sure I can uh, get some information. I've got some contacts, uh, you know, back in Waterdeep that did some, let's call it trading. Um, so, you know, I know a few people. I know a guy who knows a guy. Good, good, good. I'm going to cast Goodberry and give everybody a Goodberry, including the two caravan owners. Okay. They will save the berry knowing what it is and uh, hold on to it for just in case something happens in the travel tomorrow. Um, they are excited and uh, they have a good feeling about you guys. Yes, we are a good team. I'll save my good berry too. Yeah, I'm saving mine. I eat one. I'll eat mine. Okay. You guys will pops it in. Who is this a cholesterol pill? You feel your cholesterol lowering as you're starting to eat better. It's good for you. It's organic and fair trade. Eat it. Yeah. It'll clear up your digestive uh, system. Exactly. It's definitely a scrubber. With twigs and uh, like bug shit. No <laughs> organic, right? Definitely. Uh, you guys. Uh, get ready for bedding down. Um, Aaron pipes up. He, he, I've still got the first watch. If any of you want to take the next two, that would be appreciated, but not necessary. I will take the second watch. Max will take the third one. Good job, Max. Uh, Max is going to again no. try, no, no, and, no. try and get out of it. Thanks, Maximus. You are our board Max, leader. Max, good job, Maximus. Team player. Uh, uh, yeah, Which Eric watch? will be the first like, watch, second watch. Thank you, thank you, uh, Maximus. You will be on the third watch. It's appreciated. It second watch. Third. Yeah. So I'm on the first watch. Third watch. That's great. You'll yeah, be woken I'll, up at the third watch. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I would wake you up, the Maximus. <laughs> um, don't don't so worry, guys. You can count on me. I, I can pull my weight. Don't worry, uh, I'll wake him up when I gotta go pee the third time. Yeah. Quincy has his uh, feelings about Maximus and his watch ability to keep watch. With some experience, uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, Aaron will take his watch. Yeah, that's fine. Nothing really crazy going on there. Um, no snowstorms, no nothing yet. 
Um, he will walk back into the caravan after untying himself and uh, go out to smoke and shake smoke. Oh, yes. Smoke, it's, it's your turn for the watch. Thank you. All right. Anything Nothing. I, I didn't really see anything. Um, just, you know, snow, normal stuff. All right. I'll probably sit on top of the carriage, try and get some of the heat. Sure. Just don't sit on the carriage. You're kind of big. Just tuck right to the side. It's it's okay. about the same. All right. I'll, I'll listen. Don't tell the others. No. Yeah. Okay. And I'll, They'll give uh, you a wink and kind of walk in. I'll, I'll tie the rope onto me. And then to the carriage, and uh, I'll step outside and close to the carriage, and I'll, you know, walk around it every minute yep. or so. Yeah. And you can make a perception check. Uh, that's an eleven. Um, you don't have dark vision either, do you? I do, sixty feet. You do. That's right. I just I couldn't remember if. The Leonin race did. Um, So you can kind of see out. Um, It's still difficult to see because, you know, blowing snow kind of makes weird shapes when you're trying to stare at it. You you see, you feel like you see parts of your homeland, um, like sand in the savannah, moving through parts of the, between uh, bits of trees and wildlife, and you kind of smile, reminding you of home, and you kind of, forget for a little second while you're on watch that it's uh, you're in this yeah. kind of uh, really cold crappy landscape of just oppressively cold and just biting at you constantly trying to claw at the heat your body is generating and trying to keep there better be something here in the north that is drawing me um, your watch will go by uneventful. Um, you go to wake Maximus up. How would you like to do that? I'll just quietly go over to him and I'll shake him. Maximus, it's your turn to watch. Uh, what what time is it? Where am I? You're what? in. You're in the cold hell right now, and uh, fortunately, you got to go into the worst part of it outside. Watch for. Uh, any intruders? Uh, are you sure? I thought you were supposed to stay up. I did. Now it's your turn. Yeah, but I, I think you're supposed to take two two watches. No. I'm no. pretty sure that's what I heard them say. It's time for you to uh, to go outside. Yeah, look at me. I'm not built for this. You're built for outside. You should probably be the one who uh, that's why we take does turns. the watch. I took my turn. It's your turn. Yeah... You could take a double turn, though. No. You're look. You're strong. No. You know, I could, I could sing you a song, and uh, that would no. keep you warm, and and then you could go out and and have a second watch. No. Are you sure? I think you should go outside. Um, and I'm looking impatient now, <laughs> but not sure what to do. I'm just standing right in front of you, watching you. Are you trying to be intimidating? No, I, I'm not trying to be intimidating. I'm, I'm, 
I, I'm not I was trying to. Just gonna ask. Um, I was whispering back to him. Okay. It was Maximus whispering. I'm I'm trying to be um, not not loud, but I'm trying to convince him that he was actually asked to do both watches, and uh, not by me, but you know, by by uh, Mar- Markham or, or uh, Meth and Aaron. Aaron. Meth and Aaron, you know. No, no, no. It's your yeah. Turn. I th- I think you just remembered it wrong. Uh, you're incorrect. It's time for you to go outside. We need to keep everyone safe. Uh, all right, fine then. Uh, I'll give it. A, I'll I'll go outside. I'm gonna bundle up. I'll I'll stand with you for a few minutes if you want. Is it just me? I'm the only one. It's just you. All right. I'll go out and just stand with him for a few minutes, just chat. And I'm just shivering. It's pretty cold out here. And the like, good I, news is, is you've had your full, your long rest, so you're. This is like the next day for you already. Sure. Not sure, that it matters. It's still cold. Yeah, and I can't see very well in the dark, so I mean, snow's blowing. I'm, I'm not much good out here. I'll empty the piss bucket. It smells like. Oh, it like punching. almost freezes when it hits the ground. Like old man urine. Oh, it smells bad. <laughs> well, you stay safe out here, Maximus. And uh, if you see anything, just pound on the door. Wake us up. All right. And I'll head in. Go to sleep. Okay, okay. Maximus. Can I climb up? Perception. Can I climb up on top yep. of the caravan yep. in that little heat bubble? Yep. Is there enough you, room for you me can, to lie you down? You can lay on it, and you're just like you're kind of like trying to give the heat a hug. Oh yeah, and I'll go back to sleep up top. <laughs> you might never <laughs> wake up. That's a hard one. Hmm. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, you can <laughs> end up upside down in that Yeti cave like Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah, you can roll. What the heck? How do you. What kind of roll do you make for sleeping outside when it's. I'm cold? still in the heat bubble, so it's as if I'm inside, right? Yeah, but it's not inside the heat bubble. You're like half of. Your ass half is hanging out, and your face is kind of like smushed in. Oh, oh, so I'm not I'm not fully in the heat bubble. You're not fully in the heat bubble. You're not Ponto size. Your, your ass will be fragile in the morning. We'll have frozen cheeks. He's worshiping oral. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll uh you can... stay in the comfort of the heat bubble. Yeah. I... Um but really I will deliberately roll with disadvantage I can't see anything I'm not really paying attention yeah so if you so roll with disadvantage yeah just still here's my perception yeah at, dis- at disadvantage that was a natural 20 and a 19 <laughs> wow so perception is 22 so for some reason uh smoke's words kind of like strike true to your fortitude and you're like you know i really should kind of pay attention even though like 
this is the worst thing in the world for you right now, you kind of pay attention and like maybe learned a lesson, let's say. Maybe being a team player is a good idea. Smoke Smoke is thinking just before he falls asleep that Maximus is someone we can count on all the time, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, good work getting him to go out. Oh, you're awake, Ponto. I was going to take this shift, but nah. Oh, well, good night. <laughs> uh, so you guys, nothing really happens with Maximus outside other than him trying to, like, stay warm and just kind of, like, you know, peering out. Not that there's much light for him to see, but just, you know, trying to just make sure... Somebody has a set of eyes out outside. And I'll definitely come down to wake up the last shift early. Like, I, if I know how long I'm supposed to be out for, yep. it's definitely Yeah, you'd like, have to wake Metha up again. Oh, yeah. I'm like at least an hour before my shift is over. I'm already poking him going, I think it's your turn. I think it's your turn. And, yeah, Metha will be like, oh, oh, hey, thanks, Maximus. It's... Appreciate you. Everybody does their part. Oh, yeah, I totally did my part. There were, and I, you know, I didn't see anything. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, and she'll sh- kind of shiver, even though she's inside, because just instinctually knowing that she's getting closer into Icewind Dale, it's just getting colder all I, the time. I probably left the flap open on the door. You know, like I came in, but I didn't close the door behind <sighs> me, and the, the cold air is coming in. Yeah, every time it opens, like you can see this kind of whirl of snow—not smoke, but snow—just kind of like puff into the caravan and just slowly kind of just like dissipate as the enchantment hits it. Um, Why don't we take a break now before we get into Targos? And yeah, perfect. We all good to get back at it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, We're in to go. We're in to go. Perfect. That's great. Um, perfect. So as you guys start up your day, um, Metha is making um, a bit of snacks for you guys as you starting your day, cleaning up the rabbits and uh, picking out the fox a bit. Um, making some food for you guys as you start your day by, you know, having a little bit of rations and uh, just a little bite to eat. And uh, Aaron is just checking over the cart, make sure it's in good shape. Um, nothing got frozen overnight by any means. And, uh, and away we'll go. Um, the cart starts lurching forward as you kind of Oddly, um, actually, um, Gord and Ray, if you want to both roll d20s for me. Fourteen. A six. Okay. Um, The weather is a bit inclement today. Definitely snow is coming down, um, not making 
Uh, so you won't get a good view of the landscape as you're coming into Targos, but um, you'll be able to kind of see as you're kind of rolling over the hills and coming in, you're kind of going down into Targos. You can kind of see this weird ring on the edge of a lake. And um, Aaron will explain to you that that is uh, Mare, Mare Dueldun, um, the lake that they're on. Uh, uh, Targos used to be a fishing village uh, primarily in its uh, region where it is in its kind of right fixated on the edge of the lake having walls surrounding the city it is one of the few bigger cities of the ten towns he will explain to you guys and um, as you kind of come come kind of slowly strolling into the ten towns uh, there is a guard posted at the gates um, Metha and Aaron both kind of wave to them as they are well known caravan people as you stroll in um, you have arrived at Targos and I will it's kind of like a open face semicircle with the port being up at the top um, it's a bit circular in shape everything is kind of focused around around the lake I can give you guys Um, the map is, stop it. Uh, the map is, uh, Fog of Ward, so just give me a second. So that's what Targos looks like. Everybody can see it? Yep. So you will know it doesn't matter that you can see the names of those places. That's fine. Um, those are the kind of the Aaron will explain. Those are the notable areas. Um, the Luskan Arms is the inn. Um, the town hall is obviously the town. Pardon? Triglio the Jiglio. Triglio is a shop that sells uh, general store things. There is a shanty that goes with it, but I will not sing it. Go ahead and oh. look it up after. What? Um, yep. I want the uh, Maximus. Pardon? <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, the Aaron will point out the three flag sailing um, being a place where you can get a bowl of stew after being out in the, uh, the uh, the out on the lake so to speak for fishing of the knucklehead trout which is the main fish that they come out uh, comes out of this lake um, the inn is known as the Luskin Arms and is one of the only inns in the town um, what would you guys like to do Hot soup sounds pretty good to me. Uh, yeah, if we want some food, we need to find this caravan, right? We have to know what's in this town. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron will say it's probably a good idea to go to the, um, the Three Flag Sailing um, or the uh, Triglio. Um, either one will probably know of uh, Torg's arrival. Um, either 
replenishing some stock that they needed or um, trying to fence their goods. Um, probably just good enough to ask around if if you if you need to. Does Aaron have any uh, dealings with the shop? Do they often trade or um, buy or sell goods here? Aaron is going to the Triglio shop just to pick up goods, just to continue traveling, to probably drop off some goods as well that he's been carrying. Um, so that's where he's headed to and the caravan. Um, I think we go there. You can you that's... can uh, introduce me, you know, but uh... sure. Um, Triglio, um, as you pull through the streets, obviously all the streets are like um, not cobblestone, but mostly snow covered and hard packed. Um, by now, you guys are somewhat being accustomed to the cold weather temperatures of like the negative forties. Again, it does not get much warmer than that. Definitely gets a little bit colder than that, but for the most part, it kind of hovers around that as the eternal winter has stepped into this place. Um, If you guys would like to go to Triglio with uh, Metha and Aaron, that's fine. Um, Are you all coming in or are you staying outside? Method and Aaron are saying we're, we're just going to be here for uh, probably maybe maybe one day. I will make mention that you did see another adventuring party exiting this town, kind of looping uh, towards uh, Bryn Shander, which is kind of the so-called capital of this area. So you did see a group of adventurers exiting the town, which is kind of odd because you, there's usually not many adventurers. Uh, they were being led by um, somebody, probably another local. Is it a similar type of caravan with no horses? Uh, no, they were on dog sleds, actually. Did Metha and Aaron recognize the the people that they were leading, or no? They, they don't know who they were. They don't. They didn't know who the other group was, but. They figured they were another adventuring type. Like a party of five, party of six? A party of five, probably, yes. Okay. No, and I'm not running two games at the same time like Spencer and making you both in the same world. No. And is there any, um, like, we would have seen them ourselves. Yeah. Is there any, like, distinguishing features or are they all just bundles of no fur? you you see bundles of fur that's Any honestly what sized people uh nope just all mostly kind of like medium-sized humanoids any elderly among them you would have had to get closer all of them were on a dog sled so they were traveling quite quickly as they exited you notice as you kind of you guys are getting to town and you're you're going on the roads the roads are quite empty you may be past one or two people as you're going all the way from the entrance to at the south of Targos as you're going all the way kind of like meandering your way to the right and then crossing back to the left to get to Triglio 
um, you know that, yeah, you see one or two people, so you are understanding when people go outside, they walk with purpose, they get there quickly, they get in the buildings because it is awful outside. It is cold, it is miserable, and it's, it's uncomfortable even in your cold weather gear. Okay, we go straight into the building. Yeah, you slide straight and make your own door into it. You pull up aside. Um, yeah, Metha and Aaron both jump off. Uh, Aaron stays with the sled, and Metha is going to walk into the store. Are all of you coming, or some of you coming? Do you want a guard? I'm right there with the Metha. I'll, I'll yeah. wait by the door to help Quincy down if he needs help. Oh, thank you. I'll ask Aaron if he wants someone to stay and guard. Oh, that that'd be appreciated, uh, Zoko. Uh, appreciated. I'll stay with Aaron and Zoko. Okay. All right. Qu- Quincy, so can we go get uh, some soup. Oh, uh, hot soup would be great. Maybe we can get some uh, uh, drinks, with little umbrellas in them. Maybe. Yep. <laughs> Um, okay, so you know that this is, this is the general store, Triglio. Um, you kind of like open the door. Um, Metha opens the door quickly and purposely walks through the door. Who else is entering with her? Oh, I see. It's not a, like a walking town. <laughs> no, it is like you open the door, you walk in, you shut the door. Gotcha. Maybe we'll wait till we get there, Quincy. Okay, are we all at the shop right now, or some of us so went the, to the inn? The note, you're all with the caravan pulled up outside of Triglio. Yeah. Um, I'll hop into the uh, shop. Okay. Quincy, do you come as well? Yeah. Um, okay. On my character sheet, I have a, um, I think it's an adventures pack. So I wouldn't have thought that I would have got that originally, so I want to purchase that here. You can certainly do that. Um, they will have adventurers packs for sale. Um, okay. They'll probably cost five gold more here just for being up in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So I'll take another five off my money. Perfect. Um, as you open the door, um, you hear the door as like everything is cold and, um, you can see that there there's not many people inside the shop. There's the shopkeeper, um, Justin uh, Hunre, um, a human um, who kind of looks like a bit like a scarecrow. Um, you can see that he has uh, obviously been fishing a lot, um, but um, his uh, left hand... Um, looks a bit mangled. And he'll be like, Arthur, uh, that's you? Yeah. Oh, it is. It's good to see you. Uh, just need some supplies like normal. Metha will be like, oh, yes. Um, Justin, I, I'll just need my regular supplies. Um, we're bringing these adventurers with them. Uh, this is uh, Maximus. And uh, Justin will go, huh? How do you do there? How do you do there? Uh, fine. 
What brings you to the shithole? Hail and well met. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're we have a mission to um, to search out uh, a certain individual um, who goes by the name of Sephic Keltro. Sephic. Uh, yeah, he works for the Torgs. The Torgs. You ever Torgs? do any? Oh, yeah, Torgs. Torgs. Oh, merchant trading hold. with them. Always stealing from us and double the price to buy it back. An asshole. You say he stole. Back. He stole from you. Oh, he steals from anybody he will and sells it at the next town as his shop where he pulls everything open. Hmm. Trust anything he says. He's with him. Just he was here a day ago. He's heading north. If he's heading north, he's probably he's probably not going to Bryn Shander. He doesn't spend much time there. Too much uh, militia, let's say, with the speakers. It's probably heading north down to Termalon. You'd be there tomorrow or today if you pushed it, but uh, where there's shit on, out there, so. Were they on a uh, dog sled team? Smoke, did you go inside the building as well? I did. Yeah, Quincy and Smoke are here. Okay. Uh, I'll Both ask of them him, came uh, in. We, we saw a dog sled team leaving the weekend. Would that be them? Oh, uh, that doesn't sound like them, but could have been. Could have been them leaving. They uh, they usually set up shop just just outside uh, outside that uh, tavern, trying to see if they can sell their whales wares, you know, whale oil and other stuff that you know, pick and scavenge just like us. Except we make ours honestly. If uh, if we were able to recover your stolen goods, would there be a a price oh, that you would pay? They're not my stolen goods. They're just the guys. The guy is just a creep. He's got uh, he's got a sled dog pulled by six dogs, and there's a bunch of there's at least him, one other guy, and two more. Yeah, at least they kind of go town to town, but they don't have my stuff. No, I I make sure to lock the ship. I just can't do much else because. Since my hands busted up, so. But um, you ask around, you can. They'll know who you're looking for. What happened but, uh, to your hand? Well, back when this place was, you know, not some shit ice storm, never friggin' leaves. Preach. <sighs> used to be a sailor by trade. The wind from the up north came down and slammed me between two boats. Got, got my hand caught. That was the last of my uh, fishing adventures, let's say. So here I am, peddling my wares. Do you need anything? Got, got some, you know. I'd like to buy some torches. Oh, we we have a few torches. Yeah, I have ten. Yeah. I have ten, but uh, I don't want to be caught in the dark up here. Oh, yeah, we have. We don't got too many left, but you can buy one or two. That'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. 
okay. I'll, I'll buy what you're what you're willing to sell. Um, he'll kind of rummage around and he gets out from behind the counter, and you can see he's kind of he's he's skinny and gaunt. You can tell kind of he's got like patches of yellow kind of just behind his eyes. You can see that jaundice is setting in just from mal- being malnutrition from not eating proper and not making enough money. Um, he goes out to the shelves and grabs two and sticks them in his, in his arm and just walks back and puts them back on the shelf. And I don't know how much a torch costs, but uh, it'll be a regular here, price. Silver. Sure. There'll be two silvers then. Okay. Uh, I have two silvers. Two silvers per torch. Uh, one silver per torch. Two for two. Okay. Can I buy five torches? Yeah, you will clean him out of torches, and he will be quite happy because this is the uh, this is his sale of the day. Okay, I you put are the 50, whale. He is. I put fifty copper on the t- on the table. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I can. And fifty copper is, is it? five silver. Yeah, isn't it? So, yeah, that's good. I just yeah. had to do math to make sure it was good. Um, yeah, but it'll it's be like, like this: this large sack of yeah. copper coins. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, and he'll be like, "Oh, that's a lot." He'll open. It. Oh, it's copper. Yeah, he'll count out. Oh, it's fifty. Perfect. Yeah, he 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 shows you where the torches are and counts five out and hands them to you. So. You now have five torches as well. He says, "If you uh, if you go down to the uh, three flag sailing um, tavern, um, you should be able to get some more information from there. Usually, they stop and uh, they stay. They were here last night, so they usually stop and kind of make a fool of themselves before they go on to the next town. So, do you know?" Um- do you know what kind of uh, outfits they have or what kind of weaponry they have? I mean... I mean, Torga, you've seen them before, right? I have seen Torga and his guys before, but they're just humans, mostly. Um, there is one of them. He doesn't wear furs outside. He's kind of got a silver tongue. Be wary of him. I don't know if that's the one you're looking for. Yeah. So what do, what kind of uh, weapon does he carry? Uh, he had some sort of sword, maybe a maybe a scimitar or a rapier, something like that. It's about as much as I know. I try to keep my distance. He's shady. He's shady folk. So, would it help your business if we got rid of him for you? I mean, would that I hurt? might sell a few more things, but uh, from people dying to people freezing, shady folk don't work here. So we need to stick together to get through this mess. What What would it be worth to you if we took care of that problem? To To me, well, yeah, nothing. He He doesn't really carry fishing goods, so... I mean, yeah, you can roll your persuasion check if you'd like. See if you can persuade the 
Okay. 16. Um, he, he definitely gets what you're doing and he kind of chuckles. He's just like, I see what you're doing. Um, I, I've been here a long time. I've grown up here. This is, this is where I'm from. Hey, it's just business. Okay. It's I, just business. I, I get that. So I appreciate it. Um, I know friends of mine that have been screwed over by him, but everything he sells is overpriced and usually taken from somewhere else. Usually he finds it on the road or, you know, picks it off a corpse, so to speak. But you didn't hear that from me. And uh, Metha will grab her supplies and her rations that she picks up and and says, Justin, uh, thank you again. You know, hope you stay warm and uh, safe till we meet again. And she like kind of nods at the both of you, all of you and says, uh, I'm, I'm leaving if you guys are following. Okay. Are we taking the cart back to the inn? Uh, yeah, that's where they're going to go next because they've got stuff to do there as well. Um, so you a, guys can... A nice warm trolley ride back to the next, you know, quickly yeah, from you guys the store can... into the caravan and then yep. from the caravan into the next store. Yeah, you can you can definitely follow from Trilago, um, Triglio, all the way to like the right into the port. And you can see like the whole port is frozen. So anybody who does have boats, like they kind of have them sitting on ice and they have to drag them all the way out to where the lake has not completely frozen over to fish. Um, so if you want, you can guys can all join with and go to uh, the Three Flags Sailing Tavern. And... Uh, Anybody, you, there is a few individuals. Actually, we'll ask first who's going into the tavern. No, I'm going in. I will go in. I will go in. I, I want to go get one of those uh, drinks with a little umbrella. So, Zoko, you're staying out? I go in. You go in. Okay. I want Uh I'll stay with Aaron if he's staying with the cart. Yep, uh, Aaron is is definitely staying out of the in out of the uh, tavern. He um, he kind of like makes sure that nobody gets into the cart and kind of pays attention to people walking by. Um, not that there's many people out there, but you know, for the ones that are, you know, all you see is kind of like these little like a toddler in like a big snowsuit, and they're kind of like you know waddling through you kind of just see furs and whatnot um as you guys open the door you know the atmosphere is definitely subdued um the fishers who are in the tavern are definitely cold and tired and unsure about kind of what they're doing here you can kind of see them kind of milling about um you see the tavern is run run by a plump, gray-haired widow named Ethan Yarbrill, and better known as Ma. And uh, Metha, as she walks in, she'll be like, hey, Ma. And uh, she'll be like, oh, it's good to see you, Metha. You know, you're in for another day. 
where are you heading to? And Metha will chat with her about, you know, how they were just outside of Raven Rock and they saw those two ice creatures and a blizzard that far south. And uh, they're just uh, just small talk as you guys are walking in. Are you guys sitting down at a table? Are you walking with Metha? I'd like to come in after the group. Like okay. if everyone goes in as a group, I'd like to come yeah. in like a minute, two minutes later. So you're standing outside and you're like, Jesus, it's cold. You know, trying to rub your legs down just to try and rub your hands just to stay warm in this uh, cold landscape. As the, And then you walk in and the building is warm. You open the door and you quickly, you can see the group ahead of you talking to this gray-haired um, widow. Um, you do not know her name or anything, but you know that uh, Metha is talking to her and uh, Smoke and Zoko and Quincy are all in there as well. We have time for a drink, Metha? Oh, yeah. If you want a drink, that's fine. It's, we can be here for a little bit. Okay, um, I sit down. You know, uh, yeah. Quincy, Quincy walks up to the bar because he's so hunched and short. He taps his cane at the top of the bar. Um, yeah, and, and you tap the bar, and literally um, Ma is standing right beside Metha, and you walk like on the other side, and you're tapping the bar. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Uh, hello, you got any uh, uh, daiquiris or Tia Maria's or, uh, you know, those, those little drinks at the, the little umbrella? I like one of those. Oh, 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 you, you poor old man. Um, we don't have anything like that right now, but uh, if you sit down and I, I'm sure I can rummage something up, that'll be something like that. Oh, okay, thanks. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming, did you guys find a table, or did you Smoke's walk over up by the Matt fireplace, that? just warming up? Just sitting there warming up, okay. Yep. I'll sit at a table if, if there's table service here. Yeah, well, there would be, you saw <laughs> Quincy walk up with them, and uh, he ordered a drink and then kind of saw where you were sitting and walked down and sat with you. Um. And with that, um, you see the door kind of pop open as the snow is blowing as uh, Maximus comes walking in. Um, and you can see um, Zoko and Quincy sitting at a table. Smoke is out by a heater of some sort. Come, sit down, friends. Okay, I'll I'll come in and I'll kind of like dust the snow off and stamp my feet and kind of get situated. And then I'd like to go up to the bartender and say, uh, "Hi, I'm I'm looking for a, a group that was just in here um, with the Torgs. Uh, I'm I was told to come and meet them. And uh, do you know where they went? Do you know they're here?" Yeah, sure. Um, make a a charisma deception check. You want sure, deception? you can make a deception check. Sure, we'll go with that. I know what you're trying to go for. So it's, it's a twelve. 
Okay. Um, she's like Torgs. Yeah, they were they were definitely here last night for sure. Um, uh, they don't normally head to Bryn Shander. Um, if you guys, um, if you guys just, um, I, usually that means they're heading north. Then, um, so probably Termalin is your next best guess. Um, uh, you can probably just figure it out from there. Um, but um, if you ask a few more people, you might be able to figure it out. They they came in here last night. They definitely drank. They had their fun and then they left. That's who were they? Who were they drinking with? Oh, they don't drink with anyone um, except for that one. He's he's quite the charismatic man. Um, but yeah, I mean they're they're. They were all right. They paid their manners and they were, they were nothing funny going on. So. So the charismatic one, can you point him out? Uh, he's he not here. here. No, oh. he's not here. They, they, they usually leave the day after. So I'm assuming they, they've left and headed North. So. Um, is there she's... anyone? Is there anyone here in the bar now that was here yesterday and saw them? Oh, mm, she stops and thinks and is like, "Oh, maybe." Um, and she points over to um, uh, another uh, person in the bar, um, a Donald, and she's like, "Oh, Donnie was over here." Um, he he might have he might have heard something if if you ask him, and he points at uh, she she points at a human male pointing uh, seated at, at the other opposite corner of the bar or tavern I should say. Okay, uh, and what's he drinking? Uh, he's probably just having a mead like normal. Okay, uh, I'd like to send him a mead. Oh. Yeah, sure. Um, that'll. I don't know how much does a mead cost. Well, let's depends. go with a silver. Okay, and I'll have a mead too. And I'll oh, put, okay. I'll put twenty copper on the bar. She'll look at the bag and kind of look back. I said, "Yeah, that that'll work, I guess." Thanks, thanks. And uh, grabs it, counts it out. Yeah, perfect, and just puts it back behind the bar where it needs to go. And locks it up and then uh, pours your two drinks and uh, passes you one and says, uh, do you want to take it over or shall I? I'll take it over. Oh, perfect. Yeah, here you go. And uh, okay. hands you the drink and goes back to talking to uh, Metha and says, you know, Metha, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Just have a seat and, and uh, we can chat later. That's fine. And uh, she goes back behind the bar and starts uh, looking through like cups and cupboards and like the bottom of the shelf to try and see if she's got some weird shaped umbrella looking thing for the drink that Quincy asked for. Um, she comes back with a not too bad looking umbrella. Um, and it's still a cup of mead with an umbrella in it. Um, so it's just, she passes it to him and she's like, it'll be a silver for it, but uh, this is the best I can do. I'm sorry. It's not like uh, it's warm outside nowadays. Your mic is up. Okay, thank you. 
Uh, yeah. And you obviously pay. That's like the uh, built, built in bad hearing for Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is it's exactly. <laughs> I can't quite hear what you're saying there, Quincy. Uh, yeah. Um, Zoko, are you going to say something while she's at the table here? I would like your finest, darkest mead, please. Oh, yeah. Uh, one more mead, no problem. Uh, it'll be and a silver. Meat pie. You have any meat pie? Uh, hmm. She thinks back and she's like, oh, um, we usually only serve stews mostly, but it, it it's a pretty thick stew that tonight. Um, oh, that sounds perfect. It's got, I love it's got some fish stew. in it and it's oh, pretty good. good. Uh, I, I'll I, take I'm some good. stew, but could I also get some warm goat goat milk in a bowl? We we do we don't have um, goat milk. Uh, smokes a little. We have mead. How much is your stew? Uh, we'll call it a silver as well. Ah, oh, excellent! Here you go. Here's two silver. Thank you. Uh, perfect. And oh, she grabs it. I'll have the same as uh, Yeti. Okay. Uh, she comes back with two more umbrellas in your drinks. And passes oh. it off to you guys, so you match now, Quincy. I don't know about this. And uh, how is the rain supposed to protect you with these little umbrellas? It's that can be small talk at your table, so you can figure it out with Quincy. Um, we'll pan over to Ponto and Aaron sitting at the cart outside. They're kind of having some rations, some maybe some jerky and some dried meats. Is there anything you wanted to ask Aaron Ponto? Um, I mean, not not really, just sort of uh, the, the sort of small talk that I would assume was going to happen of like, do, do you have any problems with people like taking the card or taking stuff out of the card if you went in as well or I mean typically there's always got to be one person outside there um, Ponto um, folks here coming up on hard times so if an opportunity is there most folks take the opportunity nowadays always wasn't like this ever since the winter sat in it's just Turn folks sour, so to speak. I suppose the harder it gets, the the more desperate people will be. And I just wish that there was something more that we could do. I mean, if you believe all the whispers and whatnot, apparently this uh, Frost Maiden's a real thing. Some claim to have seen her and lived a tale, but I've never seen anything outside of the regulars. When the blizzard happens, you stop. Try not to make trouble on the road. If you see another group, you move over and, you know, give the nod and wave and, you know, try and do your best to just keep your head down and move on quickly. Yeah, that's fair. It's just a, a sad state when you have to be so cautious and not be able to trust anybody around. It's, it's 
there's got to be something that we can do to help these people out. I mean, you can't give them your cart. That's not going to help them, but... No. Um, you can roll a persuasion check first. Um, an 18 plus zero. Okay. Um, he will tell you about... Um, some people say that the Frost Maiden lives on a misty island um, hidden among the bergs of the Sea of Moving Ice. Um, everyone says there's a really strange whale with a boat on its back that swims in those waters. I bet it knows where that island is. Um, up there, there used to be a giant fishing fleet, if I remember right. I haven't been there in years, but there was a pier with the bells on it, if I remember right. I don't remember much else, but they say that the Frost Maiden lives way out there. Is the is, is the lake frozen? The lake is dual, uh, dual then. Um, it's mostly frozen. Um, definitely in the port of Argos, it's definitely frozen all the way for most of the lake until it gets deeper and stops freezing. Um, so the fishermen who do go to fish the lake still, because that was most people's livelihood here on the lake, they have to drag their boats all the way out there, fish what they can, and then drag the boats with the catch all the way back. So life is definitely harder out here now because the ice is more difficult for um, I bet you could buy land really cheap out here if you could find the land and with just the snow um, Aaron will continue talking to you Ponto about you know just like things he's seen in his days and just kind of the small chat chit chat will continue on. Yeah. And uh, keep an eye out while I'm sort of tinkering with my van brace and yeah. working on various other things. Just sort of keep yep. them busy. Um, the, uh, we will pan back into the tavern with um, Maximus walking up to Donald or Donnie mm-hmm. as Ma called him. So I'll bring him a mead and I'll be like, uh, hail and well met. Uh, my name is Maximus and uh, Ma said that uh, you might have a conversation with me. Or I brought you a mead. Cheers. Oh. Cheers. And he'll be very suspicious because, you know, people don't buy other people drinks here mostly. Uh, I'm just a- looking for some information. That's that's fine. Um, what are you looking for? Uh, well, Ma said, uh, or the bartender said yesterday there was a, a group that was in here drinking and having a jolly old time. Uh, did you oh. recognize any of them? Uh, sure. I mean, there was regulars in here, but the only people that kind of get, you know, a little more jovial and 
happier is uh, usually just uh, Sephic, Caltro, and uh, maybe one or two of Torga's men, but, you know, just stay out of their way. They're bad news. You know Sephic? No, I don't know. I don't get mixed up with that guy. All I know is he's he's bad news. So, it's right. why, what's all with the questioning? Uh, well, um, I've been sent to uh, to uh, to find him. I've got an urgent message. Okay, um, what's? Oh, you just got a message. Um, make a persuasion check or a charisma check and add your proficiency because you bought him a drink as well. So persuasion plus proficiency yeah. is a dirty 20. Perfect. Um, he'll be like, yeah, they were they were totally here last night. Um, obviously, they sell their goods and then they're off the next day. I know that they were headed north. If I remember right, he said something about Tourmaline and uh, heading out to the mines there. So, see if they could hawk their wares up there. So, it's as much as I know, just be wary if you run into them. They're they're not good. Um, you said you saw him, and you 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 know he was here last night. Um. What kind of weapon does he carry? Did he come in the bar with a shield, a sword? He didn't come in. I mean, he came in wearing his leathers like normal, but, you know, that's that's about it. Um, I'm just scrolling. He does say, you know, um, Sephic definitely wears a tight Tighter leathers, um, black with the edge of blue, um, and he does carry a long sword with him. So, and does he have any distinguishing scars or marks? Um, I mean, he'll be pretty easy to spot. He's the one not wearing the furs outside. It's usually. His uh, is usually his calling card. He's easy to spot. He does have darker dark hair pulled back in uh, a ponytail, clean shaven. Um, that's about it. Um, the most recognizable thing I think is his eyes, as they're kind of like blue, like a frozen lake. That's kind of all I remember. So. And does he have any damage immunities? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are his weaknesses? Yeah. <laughs> is he a good dancer? Probability. Uh, yeah. He is a good dancer. He has got some stylish skills. Um, but that's all that I know. He'll uh, say thanks for the meet and kind of just like the conversation off there because he feels like he's kind of being poked and prodded a lot. So, Okay, and uh, just one other thing I wanted to take note of. 
It, does he have a, like a little satchel or a coin purse? No. That, all of the, his coin purses are probably inside his winter jacket. Mm. It goes over everything Every, still. Everyone's in the bar in their winter jackets, like all bundled well, up. Well, not all of them. Ma's probably not because she works here, but most of the other fishermen are still cold from the outside, so most of their jackets are open. But Any coin purses on them? Anyone I can see? Uh, give me a perception check, sure. <laughs> okay. That's a 12. Yeah, you can't see anything. Okay. Okay. Um, your food, as the conversation of Maximus and Donnie is happening, the food comes out to uh, Zoko and Smoke, and it is a nice hot bowl of stew um, filled with uh, a little bit of vegetable, uh, some meat, but it looks nice and hearty. Awesome. So good. Uh, you guys eat your meal. Metha is chit-chatting with uh, Ma as you speak. Quincy, are you just drinking your mead? And you did you want to order some food as well when she dropped them off? Your mic is still not down, so it's really uh, like you're not listening. Uh... <laughs> As soon as the meat comes out, Quincy's or as the meat uh, the food comes out, Quincy's already a little tipsy because uh, he hasn't eaten anything yet and he's drinking meat. Well, you ate something uh, at the beginning of the day, but yeah, you're oh yeah, I, yeah, good berry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you would have had something in the morning when Meth had cooked up food. Yeah. Okay. So. So uh, yeah, it still or, hits he'll, you. he'll order whatever the stew is, which costs oh, how much? Yeah, uh, one silver. One silver, okay. Yeah. So you hand a single silver over, unlike uh, Maximus, who big bags of coppers coming out. Yeah, I'll hand over one single silver. And uh, you guys just remember that Jason is keeping the party loot, apparently, and you guys do have half of the money is sitting in there if you need something. So, yeah, so um, I asked him to give me my money and he didn't. <laughs> that I, seems like a problem between Zoko and Maximus. Maximus is, we can all trust him. <laughs> I, I came in separately from the party. I haven't connected with them at all. I'm sitting at a separate table or at the bar, you know. Yeah. Maximus, what are you doing over there? Come sit with us. I pretend I didn't hear him. Maximus! <laughs> Why are you sitting over there by yourself like you don't know us? Pardon? I yell across the what'd, what'd you see? I don't know. You, <laughs> you must have me confused with someone else. <laughs> All right. And the, as you guys finish your meal, um, you guys... Uh, feel uh, warmed by the stew just as it kind of sits in your belly. Um, Metha is chatting with uh, Ma and, uh, you know, just bids her adieu and uh, looks at you guys as like, is this where we're parting ways or um, where you, do you know where you're headed to next? Uh, 
Are you guys going to Terminal next? Uh, we can. If that's where you guys need to go, we we appreciate the help yesterday with uh, those creatures of ice. So we can we can make one more stop up Terminal and part ways for sure. I think it sounds like that's where we need to go to help your store friend. Oh, that's that's where Hilna asked you to go up there. So that sounds like that's where Sepik would be. Oh, okay. At this point, did uh, Maximus join the group and tell you what he learned, or are you well, just going we, off of what we were told that by the uh, uh, general store place, right? Yeah, Triglio. Yeah. I mean, I can share that information, but back at the wagon, when when I see the party leaving, I'll kind of inconspicuously leave at the same time. Sure. Yeah, (laughs) you'll get up. I mean, there's like maybe four other people in the bar, so it's like, oh, one guy got up just seconds after the whole group got up and left. And I Um, say, Maximus, we're all leaving now. You better get on the wagon. <laughs> As I'm like stealthing <laughs> out the door. Yeah. You're I, like I, I poke yeah. my head back in the door and I'm like, yeah. Maximus, come on. You're like this, you're like, no, like yeah. no. I'm not them. with them. I don't know them. I don't know these <laughs> crazies. <laughs> and so like you walk outside and uh uh Metha has kind of like a little cold pouch uh of like stew for Aaron back at the caravan and um, notices, oh, uh, Ponto, did you need anything before we left? Um, do you need a bite to eat or something? Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll be fine. Maybe there's another good berry kicking around if anybody saved one. <laughs> uh, you'd have to ask Soko about that. So, Shouldn't uh, you guys go in and have a nice hot stew now while we wait outside? Uh, that's why I brought one for Aaron. He'll uh, sit in the wagon as we kind of okay. putter around. We need to make a few more stops in Targos, but um, uh, so, uh, Zoko here says uh, you guys are headed to Termalan next. Um, don't know if that's exactly where you guys want to go, but that's fine. Isn't the Goodberry uh, rations for the whole day? It yeah. is. So, I mean, technically, you guys would still earlier. be full. So well, I, I ate mine the day before. Yeah, I fed yeah. everyone before we went to bed. Oh, okay, yeah, that's when I did. But it sustains well, for 24 hours. 24 hours, so I still yeah, have Yeah, so you're mine. good tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I I should just eat mine because it's only good for 24 hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so as long as we eat it before bedtime. Unless you leave it outside in the snow and it freezes, and then it will, like, preserve it for one more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll just um, eat mine now. And it's more like a lozenge. Yeah. <laughs> like, Slow dude. release. Can we make a, uh, like, a good berry, like, shake with the frozen berries? <laughs> you can make good berry ice cubes out of good berries. Sounds like a margarita there, Quincy. Daiquiri. Good berry margarita. Good berry mm. daiquiri. Good berry yeah. Daiquiri. The most filling drink you'll ever need. Mm. So... Um, as you guys go out, you can see that the day is definitely winding down in the village. Uh, a few more people are pulling in boats. And you can see, like, there's a few few more people kind of getting a few things done before the end of the day. 
Um, it's four-ish in the afternoon. Um, so uh, at this point, you guys will be in the caravan. Does Maximus kind of want to talk to some people and see what happens from here? Sure. Yeah. I'll tell the group, um, look, um, I was able to get some information on this Cephic guy. Uh, we're looking for a dark-haired, ponytail, clean-shaven guy with black leathers, a little bit of blue trim. He carries a long sword. He has piercing blue eyes, and he's a good dancer, apparently. But, I mean, I haven't seen him. I don't know if he's any better than me. I mean, come on. I mean, what, what kind of uh, leathers? Dark leathers? Black leathers with a little bit of a blue trim to it. He's also the only guy in the north that's not wrapped in furs. Yeah. So. He's wearing tight leathers instead of like like that afro fur that you've got going on. <laughs> yeah, I look like a lollipop. A fuzzy lollipop. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Easy to find this guy. Yeah, well, apparently guys... Go ahead. No, apparently he's he he might have been the party that left as we entered. It's hard to say. Oh. So we, he might be only like a day ahead of us. Well, that would be good because they're supposed to stay in each community for a day, right? Yeah. Or not very long. So. But we'll probably be one day behind them if we leave tomorrow. So if they work for a day and then drink for a day, we better hurry. Does anybody here have a another reason to be going north outside of this little mission? Um, I do. I have a contact in East Haven. Uh, I'd like to find my way there eventually. I've got, you could say, I've got a gig there. A gig? Yeah. All right. What is a gig? Uh, a gig. It's it's like a contact that sells magic beans. It's more than a megabyte and less than a terabyte. That's <laughs> how so fast Jason's internet works. I'm so confused. <laughs> no, he does not have gigabit. No, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he has megabit. <laughs> I just got a crank on the side of this machine and I got to wind it up. <laughs> It just keeps forgetting to keep whining at it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, there's a, a traveling merchant guild that, uh, or not merchant, a musician guild that I'd like to uh, impress in East Haven. So, I mean, we'll do first things first, but eventually, you know, I'd like to make my way up there. Okay, and that's far to the east. I, th I think when we were looking at the map, uh, East Haven was very not north, and it was pretty no. east. Yes, yeah, like I central, can bring east the central. map back up. Lake Denishir, just south of. Uh, but yeah, so everyone is on board then with trying as quick as we can to find these guys then for for Hilda. For, for Hilms. Hilms. 
or hill. Yeah, or I hill. think we've got, um, if we just are hot on their tail, let's just go straight to them. We can make our way to East Haven later. Okay. So then for sure, then Tourmaline is our best choice. You mentioned something about the mines in Tourmaline. What's that? You, somebody said uh, he was heading towards the mines of Tourmaline. They think he might be heading towards the mines in Tourmaline? Yeah. yeah. That would have been something <laughs> Maximus is... would have shared. Yeah, that's something Donald said. I'll ask uh, Metha. Do you know about mines and Termaline? Oh, yeah, that's kind of um, Termaline's kind of secondary thing just outside of there. There is a mine where they they, uh, they get some gemstones out of. It's not a bad thing. Do you see uh, any idea of how long they might re- go to a mine for? You wouldn't go to a mine just for a day, would you? No, but usually if you're going to Termaline, you kind of go into it and then go just sell your wares inside. You set up shop for a few hours. You move to the next spot, set it up again for more hours. And if you go outside to where the mine is, usually everybody walks past it. It's coming out of the mine back into the town. Sell some more wares. Okay. So we have decided that that is where we would like to go. If you will take us there. Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. Um, do you guys want to spend the night in the caravan again, or do you want to go and purchase rooms at uh inn? Can we hit the road right now and then sleep You could at- probably get maybe an hour at the most outside of Targos, kind of following the around the lake edge, so to speak. Would it would it get us in Termaline by morning? Uh, or is we, it a- we could no, we could definitely be there by tomorrow, midday at the most. So, um, if everything goes right with the weather, we could be there in the morning. Still, it's not too too far. It's less than a day's travel. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything to be learned more here. And the sooner we get there, the better. Yeah, I mean, if you guys are just heading out, that's fine. We can, we can head and we can we can go. Uh, uh, Metha will talk to Aaron about it quickly, and Aaron kind of shrugs his shoulders, like, "Yeah, we can, we can pack up and go out if we got everything we need here." Metha dropped everything off we needed, and you know, asked uh, around to our regulars if there needs to be anything moved from Argos to Termalin. So I'll say, look, guys, we really need to get moving here. And, you know, every hour that we can save, we can just, uh, you know, push forward. And even if we don't like charge into Termaline, we kind of hold back and maybe sneak in and find some information and then make our move. I mean, we can get the jump on them if we leave now. And if you guys are on board, uh, we can just we can really uh, pull together as a team and we can. Um, just move forward in this. I think that, uh, you know, I mean, that's money in our pocket. I mean, this is going to be uh, easy, easy money. What do you right, say, guys? Points from this, 
I would like some free hit points. <laughs> That's, the That's the idea. That's the idea. We'll say Maximus makes a rousing speech that seems somewhat <laughs> coherent with the knowledge he's gained and somewhat. rallies the troops, so to speak. Somewhat. Convince them to go yeah. tonight rather than You know what we should morning. do? We should make you roll a persuasion check every day to see it. how good it is. You got it. it. Persuasion or performance? Yep. Uh, you pick. And we got... I think they're the same right now. Yeah, they're the same. So that is a 12. It's mm. mediocre this time. It's still nah. good enough to get you the hit points. Um, but you'll all gain yeah. your four temporary hit points. And you will be... Exiting, out of town. Yeah, we will be exiting Targos, and in two weeks we will arrive in Termalin. Or yeah, Termalane. In two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. the next next session. Next session. <laughs> oh god. Not literal literal two weeks game for set, us. Game session two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um I you know that. The actual distance, um, Aaron would know this, uh, Targos to Termalin, if you're kind of walking and plodding kind of like us, it's about four or five hours travel. Um, okay. If you're on a dog sled, you go twice as fast. So It's like no. 10 miles on the map. Maybe we should uh, run the dog sled. That is something you can do. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Okay. Uh, dog sleds are expensive because you need to feed the dogs. Uh-huh. Uh, good bury all the dogs. What about by lake? Uh, you, I think you could cross the boat by lake, but that would be a tricky pickle to navigate. I like a tricky, tricky pickle. Tricky pickle. <laughs> um, um, put it this trout. way. You're going to knucklehead trout. Uh, you're going to have to drag the boat to the middle of the lake, get in the boat, push off the ice into the freezing cold water, not fall in the water, then row to that lake, mm. get out of the boat, back onto the ice at that side, so and how, then drag the boat after you buy the boat. Okay. I, I'm sure that there would be some generous fishermen that are making the trip. No. That... Um, so how much would be the dog sleds? I mean, we have party gold to spend on dog sleds. I, I would like have my to portion get... of the gold right now. <laughs> I would be taking one-sixth of the gold or one-fifth of the gold right now. That sounds fair. Maximus, give me my gold. Uh, what, are you going to spend it on dog sleds? Yeah, maybe. I will let you know in the future. <laughs> Does everybody want their portion of the gold, or I thought I was just holding it for the party? Oh, probably. I got lots of room in my backpack. I'll, I'll yeah, you're the you're weak. We are stronger than you. Give us our gold. I think Yeti would need <laughs> two dog sleds. He's so big. Yeah, you might need sleds? two dog sleds. Yeah. I want to know how much are the dog sleds. I don't know at this point, so we'll find out next session. I make up I, the amount. I think we should just buy a couple of boats, just anchor them at the shore. And get a dog sled transferring the fish back and forth for people. People can rent our boats. We'd make a fortune. That's Why right. are they dragging Those boats across the ice? Work. <laughs> we retire from being adventurers and we become <laughs> logistics personnel. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> logistics plus one. That's our name. So the sled 
costs about 20 gold and can only hold 300 pounds. Oh, that's me. Yeah. That's like 12 pontos. I weigh 290 pounds without gear. Yep. Okay, so one dog sled for Yeti is... A sled dog. Each sled dog will cost you 50 gold per dog. And they can only pull 360 pounds, one dog. So it's one dog per sled. Sleds are 20 and dogs are 50? Sleds are 20, dogs are 50. But each dog, like, obviously you're going to put six dogs on a sled. Oh, I thought it was one dog per sled. Nope, it's six dogs to a sled. 300 gold for dogs, plus a $20 sled. And uh, each sled, the sled dogs will have to... Will be able to pull for a whole hour, and then they will need to take a short rest. Otherwise, they'll gain some points of so adjustment. So we're better off oh, going but, in the caravan. Yeah. yeah, you could be there faster in the with the sled dogs. But well, we don't have could get there. Coin. Yeah, and you'd like exhaust the dogs if you did it too much. All right. Well, Except I think I'll just hold on the to the caravan gold. to give it a higher dog power. You hold on to your portion of the gold, and I will take my portion of the gold right now. Uh, are, you, are you being intimidating? Yes, I'm just very large. Okay, can can he roll against? Like, uh, oh, sure. Okay, yeah, I want to guide it, son, Zoko. Oh, that's beautiful. I'll assist. Oh, you can't. Okay. We're we're doing a whole Bash Brothers thing. <laughs> I will add the D four for the guidance. And um, it's nineteen. Can I hand him uh, a minor illusion bag of coins? I would be watching you cast the spell right in front of me. You right. can make a sleight of hand check if you'd like, but you ah, uh, there have to we pass go. That check. There we go. There's the the Little um, snake man. Give us our money, snake man. I want the um the the versus roll. That's what I want. I got the natural one. <laughs> so the bag comes out, and you put it in his hand, and it like clips through his hand, and he's like, ah. Uh... <laughs> Karma is nice against try. you, snake okay. man. Okay, I'll I'll give him his ten gold. Is that? I don't remember how how much the actual money was. was That's too bad bucks? then. That's too bad. You get ten gold. I think we had two hundred gold. Nope. <laughs> no, we had fifty. All right, she gave my us ten gold. And Ponto wants his ten gold too, Snake Man. Yeah, I'll take mine. Ponto, um, are you gonna roll against me? No, it's too late. It's too fucking late. I got the bag and I hand out the Smoke gold gets his for free? I'm I'm just heading Yeti I've, ten. I've already put ten gold into my equipment. Yeah. I said the bag <laughs> I, and I I wanna it. roll against you, Gord. Come no. on. Why? You've already no failed. <laughs> I failed with Yeti. Yeah, man, that was good enough for the rest of the party uh, to be like DC oh. only gets higher. Yeah. yeah That's go. okay. I'll go oh. for it. I'll hand I'll hand the ten gold back to Maximus. So you can you can carry my portion. <laughs> okay, so I'm down ten for Yeti and ten for Smoke. Yeah, and ten for Ponto and ten for Quincy. No, no, they didn't want theirs. All right. 
I'm a little leery of uh, Maximus after hearing what uh, Yeti said to him. With uh, with all of my battle experience and my people experience, I will gladly let Maximus deal with my portion of the party loot. I say to Ponto in front of Maximus, don't trust him, he is a snake. It doesn't look like a snake. And Quincy doesn't hear any of this, right? No. No. (laughs) Quincy's mic is up. (laughs) Yeah. He's just sitting on his bunk, just kind of like, well, well, you know. Talking to himself. Thinking about those good berry daiquiris. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Well, thanks for playing, guys. Yeah, that was great. Good job defeating the ice methods. I was really hoping to not kill you all. <laughs> so okay, we'll, we'll meet back together do we heading level to up? Termaline. No, not yet. Level three now? <laughs> do we level up? We should <laughs> now, right? Sorry, we said level three? Yeah, level three, I think. yeah. yeah and yeah. still your stats are at level one. Uh, yeah. All, all I need is the level three skills. I just need level nope. two. I need that wild shape, that sexy, sexy wild shape. Okay, we ice methods and we kill them again. Yeah. Yeah, you're we still just, level one. We just grind those ice methods. Yeah, you can keep grinding them. They're still level guys. one, just like you. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Art. Thanks, Art. Yep. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Cheers, all. See you on Monday. Thanks for listening to Perilous Pursuits. Be sure to check out our website at perilouspursuits.com for new episodes, news, and other information. In the meantime, go give your Craig Cat a walk, give your owlbear a big hug, and go play some D&D.